And now, another timely and powerful message from Pastor Emmanuel Williams and Imitators of God Ministries, Colossal Vivacious Church in Tallahassee. The topic of the sermon today is, we have the victory. Amen, we do have the victory. Praise the Lord. That is why we set aside today, October 20th, to declare our victory over breast cancer. Amen. How many of you know we have the victory? Let's pray. Let's get into the word. Father, we thank you so much for your word. Thank you for Jesus. Thank you for the Holy Spirit. Thank you for salvation. Thank you for making a way for us before the foundations of the earth. Thank you, Father. You always had our backs. And Father, in times when it seems like you are not there, we know you are right there. Sometimes through trials, it looks rather foggy. And it appears or it seems and it feels like you are not there. But you said, Father, that you'll never leave us. Neither will you forsake us. You said, Lo, I'm with you always unto the end. And we thank you so much for being there and being who you are. You're faithful. Thank you, Father, for that character. Faithful. We give you the praise, the glory, and the honor. Teach us this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Don't you leave. For those of you who are here this morning, as soon as we are done with service, I have a wonderful announcement I would like to make. Amen. Praise the Lord. I said wonderful. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. As I said earlier on, we have side today, Sunday, October 20th, to declare our victory over cancer, over breast cancer. Amen. And I just want to take the time, uh, as I said this morning, to talk a little bit about um, uh, not necessarily cancer. I know they're celebrating and they're giving information on cancer prevention. Amen. But we have a duty to celebrate our victory. Amen. Over cancer. Is that all right? The Bible says that we are overcomers. We are conquerors. Amen. Later on in the sermon though, we'll look at a woman. A woman who had a plague in her body. Amen. A plague in her body. Later on we look at that woman. And we look at how she got rid of that plague in her body. Amen. Since there are examples in scriptures as to... Examples in scriptures to encourage us to take the necessary steps to overcome, and hopefully, that's uh, uh, will achieve that goal at the end of this particular sermon. Praise the Lord! How many of you agree that cancer is a plague? It's really a plague, it's a plague. You know, first John chapter 5, verse 4 reads, And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Well, the entire verse reads, For whatsoever is born of God. The word whatsoever here means everyone, all who are born of God, overcometh the world. Do we have anybody here born of God? Glory be to Jesus. Born of God. And the Bible says, then if you are, if we are, then we do what? Overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Tell your neighbor, my faith overcomes the world hallelujah and as i said earlier on the title of this sermon is we have the victory we have the victory we have the victory yesterday we have the victory today and we have the victory forever amen you know uh, um if you listen to uh, miss caroline as she said earlier on when she got the news from the doctors that she had cancer she said all of a sudden she went into a fog hmm? you know most cancer survivors agree 
that one of the major fights in conquering cancer is battling the fear of death that hounds the mind as a result of having cancer. Fear is the fear of death. It's not the cancer necessarily. You listen to them carefully. It's not the cancer, but the fear. It feels like one person said the fear of cancer or death feels like being bullied. It felt like they were bullied by thoughts of death. That's how it feels because cancer is a bully. Oh, well, many of you wouldn't agree. It's a tyrant. Mm, it's ungodly. And fear, you know, paralyzes. That's what fear does. It paralyzes. It, it, it strips us of our ability to fight. Mm, it's no wonder. No wonder the phrase, fear not. Do not be afraid or do not fear appears in one of the, these three vein, varying forms over 365 times in the Bible. One for every day. Fear not, fear not, fear not today, fear not tomorrow, fear not the following day. Because fear paralyzes. It takes you off your game. Amen. When fear paralyzes an individual, the mind cannot effectively... I'm not sure if you've heard of the story of a bully. I, w I heard about, and I, I want to liken um, cancer to a bully because it is. It's a tyrant. The stories I've read and, and heard about what to do to people. Amen. How, how is it possible that everything is all right with you today? You go to the doctor on Monday. He tells you you have cancer and then you die two weeks from that date. It's the fear of death. That pervades the soul. That's why Jesus, whenever he meets anybody who was sick, he says, fear not. Believe only and you shall be whole. Mm? Fear not. Believe only and what? You shall be made whole. Glory be to Jesus. So, so the stories told of that bully, I just want to share you quickly, who attempted to break down the mind of someone he considered a prey. And the bully shouted three times at the top of his voice, sit down, sit down. But the other person would not. The bully then came up right in the person's face and shouted one more time, sit down. The other person used wisdom and sat down to avoid being hurt. But while he seated, he looked at the bully in his eyes and said, I'm still standing. Meaning you cannot break me down. Since what matters is not the posture of your body, but the setting of your mind. I get what I'm saying, saints. It is the setting of your mind. It's your faith. Your mind immersed in God and who is. That's why the Bible says, what overcomes the world is our faith. Amen. It's our what? Our faith. Not by your might. Amen. Not by your power. For that matter, you are aware. We know that no amount of money can buy a healing for cancer. Are you with me? But the Bible says what overcomes these plagues is what? Our faith. Oh, I'm going to develop that in a while. Can, let's, can, let's go back to our text. Uh, uh, for whatsoever, give me some time, let me break this text down. Because brothers and sisters, in there is the, form, is the formula, amen, to conquer anything this life throws at you. Anything this life throws at you, the formula is right here. For whosoever, whosoever means all, everyone that is born of God overcomes what? The world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world. Born means begot. 
Everyone who is begotten of God, everyone who is brought forth by God, it use, is used there figuratively. It means that everyone who is regenerated by God. Amen. It comes from a root word that means kin, generation, offspring. So the verse is saying everyone who has been generated by God, everyone who is kin to God. Anybody akin to God? The Bible says we are all sons and what daughters of God. So we are kinfolk to God. Praise the Lord. So if you are kinfolk to God, the Bible says, uh, guess what? You what overcometh, huh? What, what do you do? Overcometh the world. The word overcometh, ETH, ETH is King James way to express present continuous. Oh, glory be to Jesus. So it, so it can read, born of God overcomes the world. And notice the tense. It is what? Present tense. It's not will overcome the world. <laughs> so everyone who's born of God, everyone who has been regenerated, who has been born again, who has been made alive by God, the Bible says, we overcome the world. Continually overcome. It means you overcome in the now and now. Not in the by and by. In the what? Now and now. You overcome. You're an overcomer. You may not look like it. You may not feel like it. Amen. You are, for, for that matter, we may not even walk into it. But the truth is, we have overcome the world. Oh, that's good news to me. Amen. That's good news to me. Praise the Lord. Now, world here is an interesting word. Because, as I said, this is the formula given to us to conquer anything. The world here... Cosmos in the New Testament can have a variety of meanings, a variety of meanings. But in this present context, cosmos, the, hear the definition in this present context. Cosmos means an evil force. So if you have been regenerated by God, mm, you overcome every evil force. And brothers and sisters, you hear me? When I'm talking about evil forces, I'm talking about evil forces working through people. Are you getting what I'm saying? They work through people. They, 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 the, the devil whispers to people. Mm, and they come at you. But I got good news for them. We have overcome. Yes. We have overcome the world. Glory be to Jesus. Oh, bless. So it means, it means uh, uh, an evil force, the hardened, hopeless, stubborn, unyielding, unchangeable enemy of God and of every believer. That's what the word cosmos means here. Amen? That's what it means. Uh, it describes also the values, the priorities, the beliefs and that unbelievers hold uh, that excludes God. In 1 John chapter 2 verses, five and, verses 15 and 16, uh, um, uh, 1 John 5, did I say 1 John? Yes, chapter 2 verse 5, 15 to 16 has some advice for believers as far as the world is concerned. You got it? First John chapter 2 verse 15 and 16 has some advice to us because we just said that the, cos the cosmos here, it describes evil forces, the values, the priorities of the world that excludes God. This is the advice here given to us with respect to the world. Love what? Not the world. Neither what? The things that are in the world. If any human being love the world, the love of the Father is where? Not in them. For all that is in the world is what? The lust of the flesh. Should I elaborate? No. 
You got it right? The lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, mm? and the lust of the flesh has nothing to do with your flesh, with your body, because the Bible says this body is the temple of the Most High God. Amen? The flesh refers to the what? Five senses. Oh, and everything that pulls you in that direction. The five say everything you see, everything you smell, everything you hear, touch. Are you with me, saints? The Bible says, brothers and sisters, we have to be careful. Amen. In that evil world, there is a pool. There is a force. But the Bible tells us we have what? Overcome the world. How? Through our faith. Oh, glory be to Jesus. Since God and heaven is rooting for you and I. While we're making excuses, I can't. I can't. God said you have overcome the world. We got Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through Christ who what strengthens me. Man, I fall back on that cord every day. I can do all. I tell my little boy, you got Philippians 4.13. You got, you got it in school. You got it at play. Are you with me, saints? He came home and he said, Dad, you know, we, I had a test today and I asked the Lord to help me. He didn't see me, but I went in the room and I said, thank you, Master. Finally, he's getting it. Are you with me? He's learning not to lean. You better believe it. You got to learn not to lean on your own strength. Lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge him. And he'll what direct your path. Proverbs 3, 5 and 6. Oh, glory be to Jesus. I, I wish somebody had said that to me. You got to lean on God at work. Lord, I'm here this morning, but I need your strength. You know I need you. You know I cannot do that without you. Amen. And he says, you got to ask for it. Yeah, when you ask and you pray, it shows that you are depending on God. Oh, hallelujah. How many of you like it when, uh, those of you who have kids, when your child depends on you for something? It makes you feel glory be to God. Hallelujah. There is a sense of satisfaction. I'm asking you to give God that sense of satisfaction. Lean on God. When you go to study, Lord, before I read the Bible, Lord, I, I need your help. I cannot. I was in the office a while ago before I come out. I cannot do this without you. I need help. Oh, glory be to Jesus. You try this week and I guarantee you, you'll like it. Amen. For all that is in the world is the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes. Amen. And what? The pride of life from the acquisition of wealth and education. Are you with me? Some people are just proud. It doesn't matter how much colonoscopy they do. It doesn't matter how much prostate tests they undergo. They will still be proud. Something is wrong with that picture. Glory be to Let me move along. Let me move along. Glory be to Now, now, now note. The one thing that men need is the victory over the world. Hmm? The one thing that a human being needs is what? Victory over the world. Because this is what the world is full of. You hear me very carefully? The world is full of suffering. The world is full of disease and cancer, accidents, corruption, hate, bitterness, murder, war, arguments, backbiters, pride, arrogance, immorality, destroyed families, wickedness, drugs, drunkenness, envy, hunger, hopelessness, pain. Hurt, selfishness, greed. That's what's in the world. That's why God tells you, do not love the system. 
And we've overcome all this, the Bible tells us. The world, brothers and sisters, is a dark place. That's why God said to you and I in Matthew chapter 5, verse 14, you are the light of the world. We are what? The light of the world. They're groping in darkness. Zombies, living dead, don't even realize it. Separated from God. No sense of spiritual direction. Oh Lord, I give, it, I give you praise. That's why when you come to the house of God, when you come to the house of God, brothers and sisters, here at the Mediators of God Ministries, or anywhere else, when we come, we have to ensure it remains an oasis of blessings and love. The world is dark. People go through issues in the world. Are you with me, saints? You cannot be going through all these issues out there and still come to church. Uh, you got know what I'm saying, saints? People get harassed on the job sometimes. People get harassed at the house. They get harassed. Are you harassed from sickness and disease? Harassed from the enemy? Are you with me? Harassed from their own thoughts? Have you ever stood in your bathroom looking at yourself in the mirror and your thoughts begin to harass you and tell you you are not this? You are not that? You'll never make it. I got news for the devil. I am an overcomer. Yeah. Oh, glory be to Jesus. That's why I said when we come here, we have to protect one another. I do, you do not know what they fought with before they come here. Are you with me? People are still suffering from insecurities. Suffered with it for a long time. Because my dad wasn't there to confirm me and said, you're a good boy. And said you did well. And so I went around uh, being a comedian, giving jokes just to be accepted. Until some man watched me and eyeballed me and said, you have a problem. You're trying to be liked by everybody. It's because you are insecure. Get your stuff together. He took a Bible I've never seen and shoved it in my bosom and said, this will deliver you. Are you getting what I'm saying, saints? This is a rough world out there. You have no idea what people go through. No idea what people go through. So the Bible tells us we have to capture every thought. Amen. That's what, that's what we got to do, saints. And that's what overcomers do. You got to know what's happening. You got to be cognizant of what's going on. Amen. Because the battle is really between the two ears. I, that's where you win. That's where you win first. That's where you win first. As I said, it's not the posture of my body. It is the set of my mind. That's why the Bible says, set your affection on the things that are above. You got to set it. It doesn't happen by osmosis. You got to get, you got to get in there and dig your heels in and say, by God, I'm going to change. I'm better than that. I heard what they said. Yes, I, I know my history, but God, you, you got to have a but God in your pocket. You hear me? Yeah, yeah you better have a but God in your pocket. You get what I'm saying? Because folks will take you down. And the caveat is if you allow them. <laughs> Oh, glory be to Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, blessed be the name of Jesus. The Bible tells us here, you don't have to turn there. In Romans 2.15, it says that their conscience also bearing witness and their thoughts, the meanwhile accusing or else excusing them. Thoughts. That's what thoughts. Conscience. Amen. You never know what people stand, what people go through. That's why we have to ensure that this place, brothers and sisters, is continually an oasis of what? 
That's it. Say it again. Oasis of what? Blessings and love. Amen. We love one another here. Amen. We are kind to one another. Yes, we correct, but we do it in love. Amen. Oh, glory be to Jesus. The word victory. Let, 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 quickly, let's go back to our text. I want to just quickly go through this right here. So, so we are told those who are kinfolk to God, those who are regenerated, made alive by God, the Bible says overcomes, amen, continually to conquer. Overcome means to conquer. It means to subdue. It means to prevail. Are you with me? So if you're born of God, you conquer, amen, you subdue and you prevail. Not human beings <laughs> you don't conquer people you don't subdue people ah glory be to Jesus hallelujah you subdue thoughts you conquer thoughts old mindsets old ways of thinking are you with me you prevail you break through them anyhow yeah, that's what the Bible calls Romans chapter 12 verse 2. It says, be not conformed by, to this world, but be transformed how? By the renewing your mind. You got to work. Listen to me, saints. Listen to me. Let me say it slowly. Listen to me. <laughs> One of the most difficult things you'll do is renew your mind to the truth of God's word. Somebody said to me, 20, someone said that to me 25 years ago and I took it for joke and realized I made a mistake. You know, I thought it was only pray, 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 pray. For that matter, if the, if the mind is not properly renewed, you cannot pray effectively. Let me say that again. If the mind is not properly renewed, you cannot pray effectively. You need some new tools in that toolkit. Amen? That some, <laughs> uh, we, need to, some, we need to clean out that toolkit. The tools have been there. They are archaic and rusty and dusty. Amen? You need to renew. Take it out and replace it with new tools. Ah, glory be to Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory be to Jesus. Hallelujah. Are you with me, saints? So the Bible says we prevail, we conquer, we subdue thoughts. Amen. Hallelujah. And this is the victory. Victory here means, listen, very, very, that's where you get the word Nike. Right here. Once used in the New Testament, right here. This is the victory, Nike. N-I-K-E. That's where Nike got his name. And let me move along. I'm not here to make any sales for Nike. But anyhow. This word Nike has applications ranging from superiority in any form of human rivalry. Superiority. In, this is what a victory means. Superiority in any form of human rivalry to the conquering and vanquishing of a foreign battle. This is what I mean. As I said, you don't fight people. But the devil come through us, come to us through people. Are you with me? So you got, you got, you got to understand the, the force that's behind them. And you deal with that force. Are you with me, saints? You deal with that force. It's the devil. Glory be to Jesus. Amen. So you address that devil. Most times these people, yeah, sometimes they just get caught up in emotions. Amen. And I'm not making excuses for people. Are you with me? I'm not making excuses for people. But our brothers and sisters, I'm telling you, the battle is against the force, the devil. Yeah, and he works through people. He works with the devil cannot listen to me. We've been hedged. The devil cannot. He cannot touch you. He cannot touch you. Are you with me? You said, you said, Pastor, what's the uh, what's the biblical reference? You remember Job? The devil went and he said, Job. He said, I cannot touch Job. The man is hedged. <laughs> uh, because now he's your he's kin folk to God. When you are regenerated and you are now kin folk to God, when you are God's family, you are hedged. Oh, 
The devil is a spiritual being trying uh, to prey on human beings. Are you with me, saints? He is a spiritual being and he's trying to, he's prayers on human beings. That is why we must learn to walk in the spirit. When you walk in the spirit, you have him covered. God can whisper to you. That's what he's doing. That's what he's up to. Are you with me, saints? Oh, God, we give you praise. Hallelujah. I think it's Romans chapter 8. Don't turn there. We understand this right here. 8, 6 says, Romans chapter 8 verse 6 says, To be carnally minded, death. But to be spiritually minded is what? Life and peace. So carnal mindedness equals death. Spiritual mindedness equals life and peace. Carnal mindedness means thinking the five senses. You exclude God. You approach and you see everything uh, and you interpret the world through your five senses. You exclude God. Are you with me? That's carnal mindedness. Amen. Glory be to Jesus. So you go for an interview at the job and then guess what? You didn't get it. Uh, well, not that you didn't get it, but they tell you, glory be to Jesus. They'll call you later. Instead of sitting back and believing God for direction, you start to call Tom Zoo. And who do I know downtown that know that person? Mm, my goodness, what can I do? What? Are you with me, saints? Give God some time to work. Amen. Let him tell you what to do. Can I, can I turn on myself? <laughs> you know, I found out the best people to speak about is you and dead people. Amen. When you speak about folks, they get, they get, they get concerned because of that pride. Amen. So, so for the past two weeks, many of you, many of you are aware that what we're trying to do, and I've been pacing here back and forth saying, God, what's going on? You know, what's going on? And, and the Holy Spirit said to me, I was pacing the floor. He said, let the process play out. Are you with me? I heard him loud and clear. Let the process play out. So I said, okay, I'm going to let the process play out. Day one, process play out. Day two, process. I said, day three, process should have been played out by now. <laughs> so I took it upon my fast self. To make a call. Are you with me? Glory be to Jesus. Make a call. And when I call the first person, the first thing the man said, he said, Emmanuel, let the process play out. I said, you've said enough, sir. You've said enough. Are you with me? Trying to circumvent. Glory be to Jesus. Glory be to Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. God, give God a chance to work. Amen. Give him a chance to do it right. Is that all right? Good. So we said that Nike, Nike means, and I'm going to move quickly, it refers to personal power to overcome. It, it also means a means of success. Amen. I think in the Hebrew, the word means everlastingness, endurance of life. Endurance what? Of life, everlastingness. And what this is telling you, you have it to outlast the devil. You have in you the faith. You need to outlast the devil. You got it. Nike, conqueror. Are you with me? That's what he's telling us here. Endurance of life, everlastingness. This is amazing. And well, hey, Pastor, I don't feel it. I don't see it. It is still the truth. You have not renewed your mind to that reality. The mind just needs to be renewed to that truth and you'll be okay. Is that okay? The mind needs to be what? Renewed to that truth and you'll be what? Oh, glory be to Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory be to Jesus. And let me say that quickly before I get to the word faith. Overcometh the world, even our faith. I want you to keep in mind, faith always have an object. It's always faith in God. 
Let me tell you, brothers and sisters, I've, I have had to bring it to brothers and Oh, well, it's my faith that's me. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. No, it is your faith in God. You sit in that chair because you have faith in that chair. It will keep you. Are you with me? So you better have faith what? in God. Are you with me, saints? So faith always have an object. So faith even, so this should read. Now, it's not in there, but you should know that throughout scripture, you will see it's your faith in God. Please take time to meditate on the word and let it sink into your heart and soul and mind today. Knowing that the Christian who meditates on the word will be like a tree planted by the water, bringing forth fruit in its season and prospering in all that he does. But what if you aren't a Christian today? What if you don't know if you're bound for heaven as a forgiven child of God? If that's you, then let's take care of it right now if you're ready. Do you believe that Jesus died for your sins? Are you ready to be forgiven of your sins and washed clean and made new? Are you ready to begin your new life in Christ? Then turn to God right now and say, Lord, I love you. I need you. I repent of my sins. Lord, please forgive me and wash me clean. I receive your forgiveness right now as I put my faith in Jesus as my Savior. God, please lead me and teach me and show me how to live from now on. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And if you're looking for a good church family, you'll be welcomed with open arms at Imitators of God Ministries, Colossal Vivacious Church in Tallahassee, located at 4750 Capital Circle Southeast near Tram Road. Sunday school begins for all ages at 10 a.m. and the morning service begins at 11. And the Wednesday evening service begins at 7. This is a life-giving, multicultural, multi-generational church where people of all races, backgrounds, and walks of life come together to worship, to be inspired in their love for God, to develop relationships, and to be empowered to live out God's purpose for their lives. Find more information on their website, imitatorsofgodministries.com, or call the church, 850-408-8496.